This podcast is brought to you by Toasted Marshmallow Adventures Studio. Contact them at gettoasted at toastedmarshmallowadventures.com for all of your podcast production needs. Good morning and welcome to Not Everyone Gets a Trophy with Amy and Mo. Good morning and welcome to our show. Not everyone gets a trophy with hashtag Princess Amy and Mo. It's been a great morning for me. I've been up and excited for this week. We're going into the holidays, the end of the year, and I feel like the year went by way too fast for me. What about you, Mo? I think that this is where we prepare, right? I just feel like everything slows down after New Year's Eve. And we're in that season of life where it starts getting excited. But then that excitement, for some reason, turns into anxiety. I feel that. Right? And I'm, I'm feeling like, it. But it shouldn't. It should not. It's November. Not even, like, like October just went by. Halloween. It's like a pre-check. It's like a, let's see what we're going to do. Right? It's almost like it comes down to the last two months of the year. Well, you you feel like you're just coasting. I'm, I, I'm I literally feel like there's there there's no not enough time. But I feel like there's this sense of energy that throughout the year we're busy, 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 and as we go into this season of life, where now it's not about work, and I think it's it's this knowledge around us that it's not about work it's about family that's why i do love this part of the year i'm not a fan of the cold i hate snow i love the heat so i think what gets me through this like cold winter is festivities and coming together with friends and family and my kids and this year for some reason it's still hot it's only hot today. No, but what I'm saying is, that, I mean, last week we were up in the 70s. It and rained last for year, two days. Last now. year, now it was already freezing. It was cold. Was it? Yeah. Why can I not remember these things? My point. You're coasting. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm like Speedy Gonzalez. Have you seen me? No, 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 no. But welcome to November. Let's get it done. No, I'm really excited. I really am excited for this year. I have lots of things planned. One of my goals this year was to make a point to make time for people in my life rather than... Than work, make time work. for you. Mm-hmm. And before exactly. I forget, November 12th, right? November oh, yes. 12th, we're going to be... Going Toasted Marshmallow Adventures podcast, like anniversary. Yes. 100 podcast anniversary. Man, that's exciting. So if you want to be a part of that, go to ToastedMarshmallowAdventures.com. Our producer, Chris, is really awesome. And he is connected with a, re- a bunch of really good people. So and he has joined us in quitting our job. Yeah. <laughs> go, Chris, right? Because he quit, quit. He quit. He quit his job to pursue what he loves the most. And this is creating his podcast and developing others and helping others. And that's what fills his cup. Yeah. that. So shout out to. Shout out to Chris. Yeah. And Marshmallow Adventures Podcast for doing it for 100 episodes. 
yeah, and taking a leap of faith and going for what he's passionate about in life. And that's kind of what we've been doing. Gosh, Mo, like for what? Two, three. No, we're on three months. Three months of our podcast. And we've learned so much. Yeah. I feel like there's so much more to do. And just in time, we're going to figure that out. We've had so much support from our uh, listeners. And it's just motivated me yeah. to keep showing up and finding people. We've been connected with some really awesome people throughout the last three months. Like we had the EMDR coach. What was his name? Steven? Steven. Steven Ammon. Yeah. Um, I did miss that one. Super bummed out, but I've listened to it probably five times. It's, I think, and here's the thing. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the best episode. And sometimes I don't get the response until like three, four weeks later. And it's just like someone comes out to me and is like, remember what you said? And I'm like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> but, but what we're doing is, is, is creating some sort of, you know, impact on others. And I'm so excited for I that. I mean, Chris. Yeah. Our producer quit his job. Yeah. Is following his passion. I can just like feel his energy when we walk into the studio now where he is so excited about life. The direction he's going in we want to celebrate with him i get excited um so what we are doing is impacting people um what i didn't think about was that our listeners would just listen you know week one through week 12. what they're doing is going back to like yeah. week three and they're like oh yeah i listened to week six again and then i told somebody about you and they're starting at one and I'm like, oh my gosh, what did, well, that was like three months ago. I know. I had, <laughs> I have to listen to that again. So then I re-listened to some of them. So along the way, we've just met some really awesome people. Um, Lauren, the wholeness guide. Yeah. I still think by, think about her. Um, I really want to have her back on the show. And I feel like it's part of the journey is, is this part of just going with it. Right. And we're not pushing for anybody to be here. I think we're just allowing life to guide us to those important people to come onto our show. And today, I feel like it was the first time that we were able to be like, let's just do you and me, right? Right. And mm -hmm. and just wing it. We didn't really prepare to what we we're going to say. I think we had a lot of a lot of ideas. Um, and uh, we've been just kind of thinking about where we started from and where we're at going into the new york the the end of the year did you say new york <laughs> okay sorry i meant going into the new year or yeah. end of the year i mean i, I would i'd want to be in new york <laughs> i've been to new york actually i've never been to the east I coast have, i have been to times square <sighs> yes it's very it's a very awesome place uh the energy is a lot different there oh it's i bet busy. it's, it's busy. very busy so yeah so going into the end of this year to the new year we wanted to or i wanted to talk about change because we're going to come up on people with new year's resolutions and going into the new, the new year with those and what i've known in the years of my life is people make these new year's resolutions and it lasts for like two and a half weeks less. And they, oh, or less. i mean i go to the gym my gym membership's been there <laughs> so you go to the gym and it's like piled with people and that only last for a couple months and so i know not I, even I, and I've weeks used to, days before they're like and, wah, I, wah, wah. and i've gotten used to it so people are planning now for new year's for for january i'm like why don't this is what i don't understand so i'm trying to wrap this around my mind and that's why i want wanted you to talk to me about this 
is because I, I think very different than you. And then we just play off each other. And so I, I really like these conversations. So people plan for change now. So November. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have a whole month of November. There's 30 days in November, 31 in December. And I get that we're all busy with trying to work and, and uh, facilitate gatherings with family and uh, our kids and school. The end of the semester is like, I, I know that there's a lot going on, but I'm a busy person. And I'm also able to get a lot of things done. Mm-hmm. And I and maybe I just operate at a different level than most or others. And I've been told that before. But people are still trying to facilitate change in their life, but they're planning phase right now. And they feel like they're they're going to um, initiate it at the new year. And I'm like, why are you waiting? Why are people waiting for that to happen? Why 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 do people feel like they have to be in a certain position? to facilitate change why why is that a thing well first of all i want to say change and transformation right i mean two two different things transformation so let's take a step back what i I, along with what you're saying let's just say that in order to what i want to get out of this you want to help change i want to say remain in the present in the here and the now as you go through the holidays and what's coming up one thing about change transformation is that if you don't do it, life will do it for you. And either you take command of that or there's going to be some sort of trauma, an event that then makes you do that. Right. So like, for example, so are you saying, OK, hold on. So if you're saying trauma will facilitate change. Right. So, for example, the person who why does it have to be negative? Because we're humans and we there's something about waiting till something happens for us to then really be present and say, man, I should have done that. it. I should have done that. it. When people die, it like has this shock factor and it's kind of like a, it's like a wave. It's like throwing a, a rock into a, in, into a river or a pond. Yeah. So you get that initial reaction and then it kind of like ripples out. Absolutely. But then it dissipates and then. And then, and then you get comfortable. We're back with, to, we're back to whatever we're in. Yeah. My mom's been telling me, fix the fence, fix the fence, fix the fence. And I'm like, yes, mom. Yes, mom. Yes, mom. It doesn't get done. It doesn't get done. My dog gets out. He gets parvo. Okay. Very, very sick. Guess what happens? I fix the fence. Way to go. Right. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's, it doesn't make me a bad person. It's just that it wasn't a priority. Why did you not make the fence a priority? You already had the dog. So you're being proactive. You're being proactive instead of. No, you're not being proactive. Sorry, I back that up. Well, because in my mind, in, in, in my rational side, justification says, well, what's the worst that can happen? He gets out and then I go find him or my mom goes. It wasn't impacting me in any kind of sort of way. So when we talk about change and desire to change, it will not happen unless it becomes a priority. And I think it takes time for that to happen. And, and life is, in that sense, that's how we're different from, you know, trees and animals in the sense that we can make those decisions for ourselves and say, you know what, I have to stop eating this or I'm going to get obese. And you have heart problems. Heart and problems, then you're on yeah, yeah. Heart medication and then your, your knees are going out and you have to have a knee surgery because you're too heavy and then... Yeah. Why are, why are people waiting for trauma? Why are they waiting for negative consequences? Right. And it, I don't think it's waiting. I think it's just it doesn't become important. We do what's important or what we believe to be important. 
Why does the brain work like that, Mo? Why does the brain? I, I think it comes down to values. The values that, that we're taught from a young age. And then we kind of just go around that. If anything outside of that becomes a goal, a dream, you have to work two or three times harder for that to become part of your value system. So if you're like poor hypothetically growing up and, you, and, and it was very, very hard, the emotional response that you have for not having food will be the motivating factor for you to go out and say, in this house, there's always going to be food. So that becomes a priority. Okay, I understand that. So then if someone comes along, you date somebody who says, hey, we don't need this much food. Subconsciously, you're going to continue doing it. Until hypothetically something happens, such as you go broke or you get you hit COVID and you cannot get what you want. And now you're like, oh crap, well now I have to do it. Now I, I can't go to the store and I have to rewire my brain to say, well, instead of having five milk or gallons of milk, I can only get two. Priorities are motivated by trauma. By trauma, by values, how you were raised, I think, I believe. Because. But when we know better, why are people stuck in the rut of things they know they don't, they, they know better, but they're not willing to do better? Because I'm important. I'll give you an example. When I've, if you work with somebody who struggles with a, with a, uh, an addiction, mm-hmm. hypothetically, if I were to say to that person, hey man. What's the longest time you've ever gone without relapsing? Oh, you know, five weeks. Okay. If I were to give you $10,000, if you make this seven weeks, what do you think would happen? He would do it. Yeah. Right? Probably. Because that's important. Okay. But unless there is something more important than what you're doing... Subconsciously, your 95% will always win. I can't make that much money in seven weeks. But if you're going to give that to me, if I do this, I'll do it. Because that's my priority now. And I will do anything to do it. Okay, but what about the people that under have, have the information? Okay, so for instance, um, as someone that's obese, overweight. Mm-hmm. Fully knowing... That type two diabetes, uh, chron- uh, CHF, too much pressure on their knees could make them one of their their knees go out. They have to have a surgery. I mean, there's so many things with yeah. just being with obese, with obesity. Obesity. Um, what makes that person want to do something different, even though they don't have these things? Like they know better. Mm-hmm. So why? What's not triggering in their brain? To so I think with obese, the way I, I understand it is you're going to continue doing that until, like I said, something else, trauma occurs. For example, sometimes I watch the 600 pounder shows and yeah, my 600 pound life. Yeah, I've seen it. And it's not until they're not able to attend their kids' baseball game. Um, they can't go to the funeral Something that they cannot access because of what they're doing, that they activate something within and say, no more. But that's what I'm saying. You don't think it was like glorifying their life on on the television that maybe gave them a few dollars that motivated it? 
I don't believe so. Hmm. Okay. I don't believe so. Because, I mean, part of it is yes, but I think that, I think if I were to look at research of those shows, I don't think they get paid, but they help them with the bills, the medical part. Like, we'll help you with oh, these medical bills. Okay. And, and to them, that is the biggest, maybe the hurdle is oh, saying, okay. how can I afford this? And someone comes along and says, you do it. I'll, I'll pay. You do it. And now you have a desire to do it on your own. I'm just here to, to aid you. Like right, the financial aid part. Oh, heck yeah. Then I'll do it. So I think it's a combination of things. But when trauma hits, you're either going to do it or, or you're not. Mm-hmm. Depending on how you were raised. So how can... So if you say stay in the present and that should be should be part of what should motivate you for uh, transformation. Yeah. How do we do that? Like, how do we stay in the moment? Like, how do we not let things become like the rock in the pond where things ripple out and yeah. it's really dramatic at first and then it just kind of dissipates? It's the patterns of our life that I think ultimately end up ends up destroying who we want to be because there is a sense of like safety when you say well i'm going to do this x y and z and you keep repeating x y and z okay that becomes the safety component the day that doesn't happen like oh my gosh i didn't get to the gym today if it affects you to the point where you have this belief that i am not good enough i am fat or whatever that becomes an issue your pattern has become an issue because it shouldn't. It shouldn't at the end of the day. Because you know that life happens. And today I have to take care of my mom and I'm gonna be present. That's it. Because living in the present reduces anxiety. It's when you're thinking about the past or the present. It was Halloween. You mean the future? The future, the future. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like, the the, wait, the wait, past wait. and the future. Halloween. Enjoy Halloween. Stop thinking about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, stop thinking about Christmas. It's Christmas. not my fault. It's Walmart. I went to Walmart and yeah. they have Christmas stuff out. That's that, It like puts it into my brain like, oh, yeah. Next like, month, I'm going to put up all my Christmas trees. I walked in into Walmart two, two weeks ago and it's Black Friday all month. And yeah. I'm like, what? How do, it, it, loses, it loses what it was meant to do. The Black Friday, Thanksgiving. So we're kind of like desensitizing ourselves to like being present, being able to be present in the moment. Yeah, because it's always there. It's always there. <gasps> What's coming? What's coming? Well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people have to have something to look forward to, though, Mo. Like, I, I agree. You have to have. But you can't lose sight of what's in front of you. Like when I have my family visiting and they leave, that's when it hits me. And I'm like, man, why was I more present with them? Why did I choose to, to, I don't know, like stay an hour longer at work rather than be there with them? That's when I'm like, oh. if I don't understand that moment, I'm going to keep doing that again. So as you go into this holiday season, if I can, our listeners, be present, remain present, which is the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Because there's always something that's going to come up in life that tries to stop you from it. The bills, right? Maybe your, your, your lease is up. Maybe someone's sick with COVID. Maybe your mom wasn't there. Maybe your dad's not there. Maybe there was a death in the family this year. And the people in front of you, your kids, are like, 
Where's where's dad? Where's mom? They're not present. Yeah, I wish that I had more of that priority of being present because I am occupying my time with planning. I I mean, I'm so guilty of this. I'm planning for events and I'm planning for the time futuristically to spend with people here and there. Like I have to, I have to plan all these things, but in the moment I'm like losing sight of it. Yeah. It's like, I want to work so hard and and I do this. Mm -hmm. I work so hard for everybody around me to have what they need to. And when it happens, I'm still trying to work harder for what? Like there's no joy. It's almost like I'm almost addicted to providing versus being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm, I've been, I've been trying to be more cautious about this and saying, wow, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need to be working so much. Mm-hmm. I think I can't wrap, wrap my mind around people that are stagnant because I'm so goal oriented and I'm always future focused. I'm always trying to reach for the next like goal and and so I I need to learn going into the new year how to be present. And and honestly like these hol- the holiday season it kind of brings me back. It is that it's that rock. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the rock that gets dropped into the water and like I have this like rush of like family and events and that feel good, all those endorphins and I take time. But it's almost like at the same time, I'm like, okay, next year I got to get back on it. I got to do this. I'm on that. Yeah. I'm, and how, do, like how, what, what can we tell our listeners on how to be future focused and goal oriented, but at the same time, slowing down a little bit through this holiday season to, to be present with whatever's important to them. Cause sometimes, yeah. you know, like people don't have family and so we can't really tell them that they should be present for that because yeah, that, that's not important to them. One of the things that when people ask me those questions is, I don't know if you've ever been around a person who in your eyes is very important, the rock, Oprah, a soccer player, a basketball player, a hockey, something, right? The governor, whatever. They're really important people. When you meet them, there's a sense of energy that regardless of what they have to do, when they meet you, you are their focus. Even though you know they have a million things going on. If somebody who is so successful and I admire can do that, I should not be in a position to say the other way around. I shouldn't. So when those things happen is think of somebody who you know, who you admire and how they make you feel in the moment and the present. Now you try to imitate that with the people that you love the most. I do consciously try to make efforts that when I spend time with people that I'm like just engaged in what's happening at that time. I think that as the year goes, I lose that sense of engagement. Like I, I kind of, I I become more rippled out into the part where things just get mundane and I'm busy and I, I refocus myself back on the goals. So because because movement doesn't equal 
success. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Not all the time. No. You can be doing a million things and not get anything accomplished. So I was talking about how people want change or transformation is what you call it. I'm still stuck on why people want to plan for change, but they want to wait on initiating it. So I get being present is it's a, it's a big is a big factor component to being able to prioritize things. Within but, that comes motivation. But but where, where do people get motivated? Like, how do you motivate somebody to not wait for them to be in a certain position or them to feel a certain way or have enough money in their pocket to move on to their from from their plan to implement their plan? Yeah, because I still I still can't wrap my head around it. And I don't know if it's just because I have this new way of thinking where. um, I don't know, I don't I don't really think about how I can't I always think about how I can. And so there are always roadblocks when you're getting towards your goal, right? So people stop working towards their goal when they hit a roadblock. And they're usually like one, one skill away. What we've talked about that one talent away from getting to reaching the goal or success or getting the trophy, whatever. Yeah. So I just keep going. Why, what, what can we do? Like, how can we help people to start initiating or implementing their plans for change so that they're not, they're not getting stuck. Yeah. I think you nailed it. You nailed it when you say you're one decision away from making that change. One decision. But people who don't try that, they feel like there's so much more to it. It's one decision. You're one decision away from becoming who you want to be. Little progress is better than no progress. Consistency. So why are people why are people waiting? Like why do people make why do people make goals and then like they're that they're waiting for the end of the year? So right now people with as busy as they are, they're they're planning for change. They're planning for um their New Year's goal, their whatever they're called. New Year's resolution. Yeah. Amy, when do you start buying Christmas gifts? I don't even buy Christmas gifts, Mo. But when normally people start doing it, right? All year long. Sometimes they all do it. They do it in one week. I think there's, there's a lot of people who do it, but for the most part, people wait until after Thanksgiving or black Friday to start buying. Why? They get the good deals. Because we're taught to do that. You know, I had a, a really wealthy friend who he, he that's not me, by the way, I'm not the wealthy friend (laughs) (laughs) who would give out so much candy in Halloween. And I'm like, how do you afford to do that? And he's like, I buy it right after Halloween. And I'm oh like, and, and you, st- and he stores it. What's his address? I'm not going there. <laughs> he has year old candy. <laughs> right. But, but the joy, the impact that he has for giving us so much, mm-hmm. it's incredible. I mean, he has bags and bags and bags. Okay, wait, are there any Reese's peanut butter um, pumpkins? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll take ask those. You. I'll actually take those. I can't find any. <laughs> anyway, so I just want to know, like, if you have any tips or tricks for people that um, are bound to trauma or feeling hopeless, helpless. Um, I know during this time of the year when it gets cold, people get seasonal depression. Um, they're tr- trying to tie up their end of the year work with taxes and trying to get all their medical needs met because of deductibles. Like there's, there's just 
for so me, much. there's so much yeah. going on. So I want to be present. I want to, I want to make New Year's resolutions. People, people do too. So if people are bound to one of any of the things that I said, that's holding them back from New Year's resolutions, how can we get people to start now? Change Let's- the way you go about your day. Starting from the tw- the first 20 minutes after you wake up. The first 20 minutes after you wake up will determine how you respond to certain things throughout the day. Stop listening to the news. Don't check their Facebook. Don't ch- change your Instagram. Nothing. Because if I see that my best friend is in Cancun right now and it's and it's Monday and I'm stuck with somebody. And it's cold. And it's cold. <laughs> it's so cold outside. The response that I get, it's a negative one. Mm-hmm. That sets the tone for how I'm going to be. If that is the tone, and my goal is perhaps to treat people better, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because you don't want to. It's, gonna, it's not going to happen because what you're doing, it's setting the tone for, for, for failure. So you have to be present to make that one decision to, to stop doing what you're doing. If I'm broke, I shouldn't be spending money on McDonald's. I should be home, going home and cooking. I ah, But it's so much faster if I can just go to the drive-thru because my kids, yada, yada. I know, I get that all the time. It's just so hard. It's just so hard. Everything's hard. Yeah, you keep telling yourself it's hard. Of course, it's going to be hard. There's always going to be a justification of why not to do things. Every day should be New Year's. Every day is a day to start your change, transformation. Don't wait till Monday. Oh, it's Friday. I'll do it Monday. I'm going to start going to the gym. Why Monday? I know. People why? <laughs> hate Monday, but they want to use Monday for everything. <laughs> know. You know what I mean? Like, yes. why is Monday so hated? I hate it. But if I'm going to start something, I'm starting I, it on I'm Monday. I'm going to do it on Monday. It's like, <laughs> that makes no sense. I know. Start on Friday. That's why we love Mondays. Well, I love Mondays. I, I love, started loving Mondays. I love Mondays. Yeah. I get up and I'm like, this is the beginning of the week. I'm, I, I'm one of those people that is like, let's get the work done so we can coast through the end of the week. And whatever comes up through the week, it's just not that hard of a challenge. So I feel like I've done enough work on myself to change my old way of thinking so now it's hard for me to to go back to that old way of thinking where I used to be stagnant and I wouldn't make goals because I knew I wasn't going to achieve goals. It's hard for me to understand how people think going into like holiday season. I need to learn more about why people or how I can help motivate people to like be excited about Mondays or. And I think motivation more like impact, how to impact people. Motivation is, is something that is being used where it shouldn't be used. Ask any, anybody out there who's successful and they'll tell you motivation really didn't do anything. Motivation perhaps got me excited when I didn't want to do it. And people use it the other way around. Don't use motivation when you're already excited about doing something. I think you need more like discipline. Consistency. Exactly. Consistency is what's going to get you through. Motivation's not. I can be motivated to go to the gym 
7 o'clock in the morning, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 3 p.m. comes, I get in my car, where's motivation? Zero. You go, I've heard this before, you go and watch Netflix. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I thought motivation was supposed to, because motivation is not meant for that. Motivation is the ability to use it when needed. Oh, I don't want to go to the gym. Plug in motivation right there, not throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Don't wear it out. <laughs> So we need to tell our listeners that you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait to change. You don't no. have to wait for transformation. We've had, I mean, if your thing is not going to the gym, we've had motivation. I mean, we have bodybuilders. <laughs> yeah, we had Charlie and Mary on the yeah. show. Go and to they, them. They, they want people to come and talk to them. They want to be helpful. I feel like we brought a lot of resources along the way that yeah. can help people facilitate change if they're stuck in a rut yeah. or the crap or they're just confused or they don't know where to start yeah we've had a lot of people here yeah and we've had a lot of people reach out that um have been excited and we're just connecting people and i feel really good about that i just want to i just want to somehow get out to our listeners that even though i may not understand how people are not goal goal oriented there are people like that but you don't have to wait for the new year to gain right and I think there's this illusion of, mm-hmm. well, what can we do? Like, I think when somebody said, well, what do we do in the new year? Something had to give, right? <laughs> Thanksgiving, we, we pick out. We change the calendar. Right? We pick out, the, you know, Christmas, we just freaking give and expect. <laughs> my birthday, all about me, right? Mm-hmm. And even on my birthday, no one celebrate my birthday, please. <laughs> what? Take the day off on your birthday and be excited about it. Be present. Give to yourself what you don't give 365 days of the year. It's important. Stop saying it's not because it is. Because if it wasn't, then all... You wouldn't even talk about it. And everything that you do, if you're not important, devalues everything. If I say, oh, it's not important, then everything that you do also is not important. You're very important. You're loved. You're important. Stop taking care of yourself. Start. And it starts with you. Mm-hmm. So don't wait till the end of the year for a new, new year's resolution. Even though today's Monday, start today. Yeah. You were right? going to start on Monday You're anyway. You're just lucky enough it landed on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what else can we tell him, Mo? I say stop, stop driving the same way to work. Stop drinking the same thing. Stop going to Dutch. Perhaps go to a different coffee shop. Stop saying the same things every day. How are you? Okay, good. How are you? Oh, oh yeah. I wonder if anybody sincere. did that. I didn't hear. I didn't hear one person, one person's feedback about going to the grocery store. Oh yeah. And when somebody asked you how you were <sighs> telling them the truth. Yeah. I think we need to tell people again. Yeah. Yeah. Do things from an honest heart and start making little baby steps towards your goals now. And it's not Make baby yourself steps. A priority. It's just steps. Mm-hmm. Like we're so hard on ourselves. If if we eat 800 calories a day versus 5,000, that's a great step. Everything that you do towards transformation is a great step. It's not a baby step. It's a great step. Change your mentality from a negative to a positive. Everything you're doing is great. 
And if you fail, that's okay. Because Denzel successful, Washington that's fail, right. fail, you said that to me. failed ninth no, times. No, failed seven times. times and get up eight. Eight times. Right? I mean, that's just the mentality. It's a, just do it. Yeah, don't limit yourself to time. Be present now. Fail, but don't be a failure. Right. Don't give up. All successful people had to go through fail. Yeah. Failing. So keep doing. Remain present. It is so beautiful the next two months. It is yes, so amazing. We have two months to like spend with our families and be there with people that we love. And I think that I'm just grateful and I'm, I'm always so humbled by what I do hear of others that I spend time with. This year, COVID has taken so many people from families. So and many it's, things. It's devastating. And um, I, I always am humbled by these stories because they have hit close to home. I've, I know people that are super close to me that have lost loved ones or people are forever changed from these traffic of uh, events from COVID. And I think it's what holds me in the present. So whatever it is that makes you hold on to the present, hold on to that. Yeah. And work towards your your New Year's resolutions. Absolutely. But don't limit yourself to the time or don't. Wow. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> is Sorry. it important? It is not important right now. No. I thought you're supposed to be present right now. <laughs> I am present. Like we were in the, uh, we were there. I know. But so yeah. So and before we finish up, I do want to give a shout out to to ISP, Meridian PD, BPD, law enforcement, first responders for you know the tragedy that happened at the mall. Right. So that's humbling as well. Like oh my gosh, you guys, we could have been there. Yeah. Could you like if you really put things into perspective? This is something you can use. These people but were innocent people. And yeah. and this tragedy has rocked my world. Has shaked everybody. And it will shake everybody, right? Because now I hear a lot of people say, I'm not going to go to the mall. Listen, I was at the mall yesterday. On every corner of that mall, there was, there was BPD. Inside the mall, there was BPD. Okay. What happens is sometimes things happen. I'm not going to go. You impact people by not going because there's people that work there. This one thing should not determine how you do things, but it should make you present right. of what you do have. Mm -hmm. It's not about what you're not going to do. It should make you focus on what you have, mm -hmm. your family members. And that any moment, you can be gone. You can die. I know. This, this is kind of why I really liked having this conversation this week because I, I'm humbled by two things. One, the mall shooting um how is that work like i'm literally steps away from boise town square oh so i'm working while this is going on and then as i'm also at work i met an individual that i'm not gonna uh, have any HIPAA violations but has a significant life change and her justification as to why she came into the facility was mind blowing. And yeah. those two things have really humbled me this week. Yeah. And I, I really want to, I really want people to know that they don't need to wait for change. Yeah. You don't know when your last breath will be. And some people don't care about that. Yeah. And, but if you do, but don't pull away, 
when things happen mm-hmm. pull in as a mm-hmm. community pull in find the right? people that want to support BPD you. is there present to make sure everybody knows this is a safe Boise I don't know how many times I've been breeding ah oh, Boise is so unsafe get out of here no this is where we come as humans it's not even about Boise it's about just our community right we need to we need to help yeah. that's why we're here Mo because yeah. we need to reach out to those people yeah. I don't I don't know you know like I, I pass no judgment on people but we need to reach out to people that are struggling yeah and they're frustrated and they're turning towards violence internally or externally it's it's yeah. very devastating so i'm humbled i really hope i'm i'm really hopeful that people want to start initiating or implementing the changes that they need to take yeah. um thank you for kind of like breaking yeah. that down for me because i've just been holding on to that yeah. in my mind all week it takes one person right i think there's studies that say that if one for people who complete suicide if one person would have said something to me I wouldn't have followed through with that attempt I wonder if one person would have intervened during that shooting mm-hmm. one person it, one it would person take one would person have, would have detoured from such yeah. tragedy Ugh. so but we're an autopilot I know we're an autopilot oh I need to get to work I need to work I need to work and it oh, man sometimes there's people on the side of the road Oh, I need to get to work. I need to get to work. I need to work. Therefore, I have AAA. So that's my justification. No, slow down. If you're called to it, if there's something about you internally that says, do it, do it. You yeah. could be that one person. As you go into through this next two months, be present. Love those around you. Hug them. Enjoy. Laugh. Cry. Joy. Because that's what matters. And do something wild. Like really, really like prioritize yourself to really initiate something that you've wanted for a really long time. And reach out to us if if you don't know where to go. If you think that we have the answer, come find me. Come find Amy. Mm -hmm. We're going to be around. I may not know the answers, but But we're going to guide you there. With a lot of people that have been super helpful for me and for other people. So thank you for listening. Happy Monday. We can't wait to they get her done. Yeah. Have fun. Enjoy. Anxiety comes up. Say, I don't need you. I'm excited. Be excited about these holidays. Be different. Be present. We'll see you next week. Adios. Listen in. Adios. Adios.